Hello, my friends. Today, I'm going to be speaking to you about a specific historical narrative found in First Kings, chapter thirteen. In this narrative, we have the historical account of a prophet referred to as a man of God that was sent out of Judah, and he comes to Bethel. And he's sent by the Lord. And he's speaking specifically to Jeroboam. So here you have a king of the north that is being addressed by a prophet, a man of God, who is going to confront him with the word of the Lord. Now, when he prophesies this warning, he prophesies against the altar. And here are the words, oh, altar, altar. This is the altar that Jeroboam is making sacrifices on. Oh, altar, altar. Thus says Yahweh, behold, a son shall be born to the house of David, Josiah by name, or Josiah by name. And he shall sacrifice on you the priests and the high priests who make offering on you. And human bones shall be burned on you. And he gave a sign the same day saying, This is the sign of Yah- that, Yahweh, that Yahweh has spoken. Behold, the altar shall be torn down and the ashes that are on it shall be poured out. And when the king heard the saying of the man of God, which he cried against the altar at Bethel, Jeroboam, Jeroboam, stretched out his hand from the altar, saying, Seize him! And his hand, which he stretched out against him, dried up, so that he could not draw it back to himself. The altar also was torn down, and the ashes poured out from the altar, according to the sign that the man of God, the prophet, had given by the word of Yahweh. And the king said to the man of God, Entreat now the favor of Yahweh your God, and pray for me, that my hand may be restored to me. And the man of God entreated Yahweh, and the king's hand was restored to him, and became as it was before. And the king said to the man of God, Come home with me and refresh yourself, and I will give you a reward. The prophet, the man of God, said to the king, If you give me half your house, I will not go with you, And I will not eat bread or drink water in this place. For so was it commanded me by the word of Yahweh, saying, You shall neither eat bread nor drink water nor return by the way that that you came. So he went another way and did not return by the way that he came to Bethel. Now an old prophet lived in Bethel. And his sons came and told him all the man of God, all the prophet had done, that day in Bethel. They also told to their fathers in the words that had spoken to the king. And their father said to them, Which way did he go? And his sons showed him the way that the man of God who came from Judah had gone. And he said to his sons, Saddle the donkey for me. So they saddled, and the, do- saddled the donkey for him, and he mounted it. And he went after the man of God and found him sitting under an oak. And he said to him, Are you the man of God who came from Judah? And he said, I am. Then he said to him, come home with me and eat bread. And he said, 
I may not return with you or go with you, neither will I eat bread nor drink water with you in this place. For it was said to me by the word of Yahweh, you shall neither eat bread nor drink water there nor return by the way that you came. And he said to him, I also am a prophet and you are, or as you are. And an angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord saying, bring him back with you into your house that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied to him. So he went back with him and ate bread in his house and drank water. And as they sat at the table, the word of the Lord came to the prophet who, who had brought him back. And he cried to the man of God who came from Judah. Thus says the Lord, because you have disobeyed the word of the Lord and have not kept the command that the Lord your God commanded you, but have come back and have eaten bread and drunk water in the place at which he said to you, eat no bread and drink no water. Your body shall not come to the tomb of your fathers. And after he had eaten bread and drunk, he saddled the donkey for the prophet whom he had brought back. And as he went away, a lion met him on the road and killed him. And his body was thrown into the road and the donkey stood beside it. The lion also stood beside the body. And behold, men passed by and saw the body thrown in the road and the lion standing by the body. And they came and told it in the city where the old prophet lived. When the prophet who had brought him back from the way heard of it, he said, it is the man of God who disobeyed the word of Yahweh. Therefore, Yahweh has given him to the lion, which has torn him and killed him, according to the word that the Lord spoke to him. And he said to his son, Saddle the donkey for me, and they saddled it. And he went and found his body thrown in the road, and the donkey and the lion standing beside the body. The lion had not eaten the body, nor torn the donkey. And the prophet took up the body of the man of God, and laid it on the donkey, and brought it back to the city to mourn and bury him. And he laid the body in his own grave, and they mourned over him, saying, Alas, my brother. And after he had buried him, he said to his sons, When I die, bury me in the grave in which the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside the bones, for the saying that he called out by the word of the Lord against the altar in Bethel and against all the houses of the high places that are in the cities of Samaria shall surely come to pass. Now, Stop reading there for just a moment. That's a, that's a pretty good section to read. I want to pray this. Father, I just ask by your Holy Spirit that we receive what it is you are saying to us in this reading. That Lord God, for whether it be a message, a personal message, whether it be something larger, whether it be something that, that is a message as a disciple that we should hear, we want to hear your word. We ask your Holy Spirit to just speak and breathe in us the truth of what you're saying to us. Lord God, let no lie, let no deception come in here, but only the truth of your word and what your Holy Spirit speaks. And we pray this in the name of Messiah. Amen. This word for me got my attention again this morning as, other, as another uh, particular, uh, what they call a pericope or, a, or a, another narrative section in, in um, chapter um, 17 in which Elijah is called to be cared for uh, after he has prophesied a drought. And 
there again, the importance of hearing and obeying the Word of God is essential. And, and it's essential and actually punctuated by this, this type of remark, even at the end of 17, where we hear this message. And at the end of 17, we see that Elijah will, will be a part of resurrecting a boy uh, from the dead. And, and the, the declaration made at the end of that is surely uh, it is the Lord that is spoken. And just like the end of this narrative message, or historical message, we see that the word of the Lord is glorified even at the, in, uh, the sad end of this, of this prophet who disobeyed by returning to where the Lord had told him not to return. Now, this is, this is important for us. He returned to a geographical location where he was told not to return after delivering the message of the Lord. Now, why is that so critical for us? What is, what is of critical import is that the obedience to the Word of God, hearing the Word of God, and obedience to the Word of God, trusting God for the next steps in our lives, trusting Him, when all else seems to scatter about, when there's chaos about us, to trust Him for whatever our next step is. And then when we trust Him, trust His Word above all things. And we trust His Word as a disciple to make that next step. To trust Him. It brings life. So it does at the end of chapter 17 with the resurrection of the boy by Elijah. As in compared to the death that it, that it brought for the, for the one who disobeyed here in uh, chapter 13. I, I am struck by this, even shaken to the place of saying, God, let me be obedient to your word in all things, no matter how chaotic, no matter how unsettled. Let me stand my ground to where you've called me and help me, Lord, to do no less than that. And I think especially for those of us who consider ourselves disciples of Messiah, we know that Messiah gave everything for us. And his word, again, can be counted on. It can be considered, or it should be considered as absolute truth. And it should be obeyed. I'm talking here about being a disciple. Walking in faith. Walking in the complete faith and not compromising to the standards of the world. Or even what, maybe even what, what the church or what uh, our community might call might call righteous or might even declare as good when, in fact, when we've heard from the word of the Lord, we know that his, his will, his perfect will, we can trust him. We can trust him. I invite you to read this for yourself. I really would love you to do that or love for you to do that. I love you, but I would really love for you to do that. Uh, in verses one, uh, chapter 13, verses one, um, I would say, almost to the end of the, almost to the end of the chapter in verse uh, verse thirty two, one through thirty two, I just want to encourage you read that for yourself today. First Kings, chapter thirteen, verses one through thirty two, and take some time to really maybe even journal what is the Holy Spirit saying to you uh, with regards to obeying the Word of God, not just what common sense says. Although I don't think common sense is to be disregarded. But certainly the standards of our world 
oftentimes are at odds. And unfortunately, dear one, sometimes that is true even within our, our community of fellowship. Sometimes it's at odds with what it is that the Lord is saying. And we want to be people who are obedient to what the Lord is saying. Now, that does not mean we ignore all other advice. It does not mean that we, that we don't seek godly wisdom. None of that is what I'm saying here. We seek all of those things. But even among our godly counselors, let's, let's make sure that they really are godly counselors, people who are in the Word, people who, who value the Word of God and, and, and His prophetic movement and his, the movement of His Spirit above what they may read, above what they may understand. Again, this isn't a call to disregard those things, but it is a call to hear the Word of the Lord and obey it. Obey it. And when conflicting voices come about, those who lie, those who would say, oh, but, but an angel of the Lord visited me and tell, told me to go back, uh, or that you can come back with me, you know, that we'll be able to discern that and say no, that we will hear the word of the Lord and we'll obey it. Heavenly Father, I pray again right now for those who would listen, who would listen to this whole message, who would take the time to read that passage and pray for your discernment. God, I, I pray that you would just speak to them. Cause all other voices, Lord God, to, to be set aside. In fact, God, I pray that you would help them to take every thought captive and hold it subject to the word of the Lord, to Messiah. And Lord, even when the enemy tries to, to sneak in his suggestions or his thoughts or his doubts, that Father, we will recognize it and we'll recognize the lie for what it is. And Lord, we'll discern obedience to you. Lord, that we would trust you and walk in truth. The truth, your word. Speak to our spirits even now, Lord God. In Yeshua's mighty name, God, we pray against any deception, any lie, even any condemnation or shame. But Lord, for the believer, for the, your disciple today, as they read these words, they will be stirred and strengthened again to fully walk in the manner that you've called them to. And I pray this in Messiah's holy name. Amen. You may want to take time to read uh, chapter 17 as well in, in, in uh, Kings, 1 Kings, uh, as you will see this, the narrative uh, bring life to a young, uh, to a young man uh, because of Elijah's obedience and obedience actually of a widow who was who literally was starving was ready to starve to death but she heard the word of the Lord and she obeyed it over what was just what what the world might have considered just common sense what well, we need that today all of us we need that today so take some time uh, if you can and read these these passages I know you'll be blessed Shalom